Welcome to Cheap Podcast, episode number 39. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. Hmm. I am your host, uh, Dave Sparky TV Rudden. I've got three guests with me today. Uh, Brett the Fart Foundation <laughs> hitman, Elston. Henry, 188 pounds of stairs, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris Benoit. All right. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so You're banned. <laughs> banned him from the podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> be banned. I'll get my account deleted, and then uh, Kotaku will write the most fucking fart-sniffing article about me in the fucking universe. Yeah. <laughs> Read that, by the way. I thought it was interesting. It was, like but it was just like... He, uh, never mind. Never, never mind. mind. Yep. We just <laughs> watched uh, WWE Tables, Ladders, Chairs, and Stairs. <laughs> 2014. <sighs> P.U. Uh, scams and flams. Yeah. Um, Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes. Uh, I've seen John worse. Candy put three Steve Martin through a table. Was there was there ever any ban on stairs? No. There was just never its own match, and uh, I think tonight okay. where why. you would be able to bring stairs into the ring. And, yes. Yeah. Right. There have never been more than two stairs. I and, guess so. Yeah, and now there were many. They built so. a Kool-Aid Man wall out of them. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a lot of matches to go through so many unmemorable ones and yeah even while watching this i it reminded me of like having a terrible job where i'm like well i've got four more hours today like i was like at a certain point i was like well how many more matches oh wait there's rusev oh there's ryback oh there's this um so the drug yeah drug Um, drag So let let's go through so the we show. Go through a lot of these pretty the fast. Nine matches. It felt like a raw, like a lot of raw matches, raw level matches on here, and a couple mm-hmm. that were like, "Oh, this should be on paper." Well, before the pay per view, technically, was the pre show match, which was the New Day, uh, Big E and Kofi Kingston against Golden Stardust. Boo earns. I did like Stardust Green. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, great kazoo. Yeah, he's yeah. spending a lot yeah. of money on on costumes. I gotta say. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he's investing in his gear. He has oh. to get a different like singlet or not singlet, but costume mm-hmm. for like even though it's the same thing, but just with a slightly different color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen blue, red, and green in recent memory. Yeah. I did. It did bother me that I mean I saw people talking about this on Twitter, and I've been listening to so many. This is the first time I've been on in a while, oh. and since then I've listened to JR's podcast like every week. I've listened to a few Stone Cold. I've listen to obviously the Cole Cabana stuff yeah. but then also uh, reading uh, reading sites every single night so like I haven't watched a lot of wrestling but I, <laughs> I, I don't know I just got into this mindset where I'm, I just yeah. end up echoing a lot of things but I just became more, much more aware of like the commentary and then what a usually not good job the current team does they're more about like t- selling you things or whatever but mm. they were talking about Flintstones and Great Gazoo or whatever <laughs> that thing was 
and, and rather than call <laughs> any of the moves of the match. And it's like when when they have a DVD coming out, you could tell the audience. Yeah, Stone Age Slam. Oh man, <laughs> that thing. You that's could, why he yeah. said Great Gazoo. I bet yeah, you that's great, why. I mean, you that, could tell that like the audience wasn't totally into it, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, as a viewer, then you need the commenting team commentary to like pull you in, and instead of commenting on the match, they would like lose themselves in their own anecdotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought they were mentioning Great Gazoo because it's the beginning of John Cena's song. Great Gazoo. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no. I don't know. There's not much to say about that match other than like it was it uh, was like a main event or superstars. Uh, as my introduction to the new day, I really cannot believe they combined all the black guys in the roster. Well, except for the two that were uh, in the primetime players, that are too big like of losers. Yeah, to well, even yeah be Titus is probably the biggest loser on the roster right now. Yeah, uh, he was know. part of Slater Gator until that fell apart. Yeah, I, so I guess they're still technically together. They yeah. just aren't on pay-per-view nor should they be yeah though i mean like biggie's great kofi yeah. is okay and xavier wood should be something well the uh, big biggie was always a very a very quiet person with a mystique mm-hmm. about him and then he just did he just come out dancing yeah he's well he's a, like a like preacher a man character yeah, yeah he's got a big handkerchief he's da- like, dabbing his forehead like, like oh goodness but like, like he he's funny yeah, yeah. like on twitter and stuff like he's funny yeah, and, and yeah. vine and like he's a very like physical mm-hmm. com- comedian maybe it's not the best character for him yeah, yeah but it just really reeks of that rocky maivea like we're gonna come out in blue mm-hmm. and be super positive and happy and no one's buying it so i'm hoping they just turn mega heel in like january i am hoping but then they'd also like i think a problem is when you have an all black team that it turns into a statement no matter what even yeah. if you're not intending to make one like yeah. so it, it's just a very it's such a politically charged time right now especially with race and so if you have right, the all happened? black <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah when you have an all black team like they either are like grinning happy people that are at at best just trying to be like let's spread positivity come on let's just be happy why be yeah, sad we already like, have one believe yeah but well I haven't seen him in a while have you I think yeah. he's injured is he? Oh, that's he, sad. he has to take a wrestle to be injured. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I, uh, Big E's big, uh, big goof at the end, trying oh, to pin a guy when great. he yeah. wow, that was when that he was wasn't weird. the legal man. That was big old botch. He forgot he got tagged out, and yeah, just had to wait ah, for. And Kofi also, was milestone the first time I've seen Kofi Kingston pin anyone. Yeah, he doesn't mm-hmm. win that much. <laughs> well, I remember it was a big deal when Kofi beat Randy Orton like this year, and they're like, "Can you believe it? Randy got beat by Kofi. Mm-hmm. What an a what an embarrassment for Randy!" <laughs> like that was how the announcers played it. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's if you want to sell it that way. But yeah, yeah that was that match kind of came and went. And so next was arguably the match of the night. No Dol- argument about it, baby. Uh, Luke Harper versus Dolph Ziggler ladder match. That was great. Really they, good. They shouldn't have had it open the show because it was too good. Yeah, but I guess where else would you put it? You got to put a. You have to have a good match at the start of the show because mm-hmm. you don't want to start dead and then get deader. And Cena Rollins wasn't going to go any earlier, mm-hmm. but still, like that was awesome because like Ziggler was a hometown guy. The audience was so behind him. Yeah, though I think that might have in the end put the audience like deader for the night. Though honestly, mm-hmm. every match in between the opening and the close didn't help. Mm-hmm. Other than the Cena match, and that, but, that match will probably be rerun in black and white. A lot of blood, so much blood because they were tearing each other apart. Yeah, was it, like there was blood, but I wonder what their threshold is for when mm-hmm. they start doing the black and white. Because yeah. like Randy Orton at Money in the Bank or whatever yes. it was, like he was gushing. They I, black I and whited that, and this was like they got a lot of scrapes on them. And Dolph well, I, head I had just some don't red. think they do it. They do it. They don't black and white it live. I know, but and even I wonder what their what the threshold I, yeah. is. I bet that that They'll passed it. Won't. 
But there was a moment in there where, like, I was sure Harper had broken his arm. Like, he hit his yeah. arm into the mm-hmm. ladder so hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, bet his arm is, like, going to be so bruised. Well, there was, like, a good crumple, and then he sold it so well because he normally, he usually only makes, like, that same wide eyed face. Mm-hmm. And for the first time I've ever seen him, he looked like he was in pain. And yeah. it's like, oh, man, he is hurt. Yeah. It's like he forgot he, his he character. Looks like he's something other than crazy. Yeah, and then yeah, they got up and kept going. It was like that's probably some of the best selling I've seen uh, mm-hmm. all night. And they were just tearing each other apart yeah. with those ladders. That was like all the theme matches were like this is a ladder match, and we are going to have ladders out the ass in this yeah. match. Like with so many ladders. There's one near the entrance. They were the most comically large, unusable ladders I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. And then they got used later. Yeah, there's there was a ladder similar to that at Toys R Us where it was like. <laughs> It was one of those twenty-five foot ladders that that well, jumping ahead, but like that Dean is on at one point. But it's like, if you ever need I to put mistletoe to, two stories over the it building, it was the it was just there was only one. We had a lot of like this is a six foot ladder, <laughs> this is a ten foot ladder, and then there's this giant comedy ladder <laughs> that oh we need to change a light bulb. Which light bulb? That light bulb. And you're like you get it out, and like by the time you get on it, it's like I'm dizzy up here. Like it's just I remember having to change lights, Jesus. and Madonna's into the groove is blasting in my ears so loud. It's up to you. Really earning, earning that six bucks an hour because I'm hey five twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> this was nineteen ninety nine. Anyway, sorry, Dolph, ladders everybody. The only bad part was Dolph winning because like no, you're better than the IC title now, <sighs> especially because like I just know he's gonna keep losing non title matches yeah. for a month, and, and like, even Lu- even Harper after he won in Survivor Series he went on mm-hmm. to go lose like every match practically yeah. pretty much yeah. I mean any anytime there was like a six man tag God, or, or like six man tags yeah it's a Smackdown special like anytime <laughs> they've had a, a tag match that's like let's mix the people in the next pay-per-view in a match together and they'll mm-hmm. fight at the end of Raw Luke Harper is usually one who loses. Yeah, though it should be Kane. Like Kane should just be the loser in every match. Like once Kane is in a match, like well, this guy loses. Like he's the he's the losing Paul. The Intercontinental Title is kind of like cursed at this point. It's yeah. just traded hands so many times. So in May of this year, uh, Bad News Barrett won the title right. at Extreme Rules, then he got injured almost immediately. Then so so the pay per view after God, the one in, still if, out. after Money in the Bank Battleground, Miz won it. Uh, next month. SummerSlam, Ziggler won it. Yep. Next month, Night of Champions, Miz won it. Mm-hmm. And then the since, very next night on yeah. Raw. Yes, then Ziggler won it the next night. Then <laughs> a month and a half later, Luke Harper wins it, and now Ziggler wins it again. It's just like... No one gets to have a reign that you remember. Yeah. It's just like this bouncing pinball. Yeah. It was a reign I remember from this match. <laughs> That's, I, was ha- I was hoping like Ziggler after his Survivor Series performance should have just been like, all right, Harper, enjoy your title. I'm better than that now, and I'm in the main event scene. But it seemed like they said, mm, hey, there's not enough space in the main event scene because we yeah. kind of got to leave this spot open for Reigns when he comes back tonight. So just be icy champ, but at least please let him be dominant. Like, all he has to do for a month is just, like, have icy title matches on Raw and win them. Like, yeah. just yeah. do that. Just have him face Stardust. And and mm-hmm. Biggie or who else, whoever, just to have credible wins. That's mm-hmm. all he needs. Ugh. The the pool is so shallow, and like the same matchups keep happening, and yeah, it's hard to go, know where to go with that belt because like mm-hmm. who's gonna who's gonna take it, and then there's there's nowhere for them to go because you're waiting you're waiting for Randy Orton to come back, yeah. you're waiting for Daniel Bryan to come back, you're waiting for Reigns to come back, and it's like they're not gonna. How long has Orton been out? Just like a month. Yeah, I think he's, film, he's filming something. I've not seen any vines in a long time. Mm-hmm. 
think people aren't interested in that. All right, new match. Uh, so next match was The Miz and Damien Mizdow against The Usos, <laughs> which... You know, it was entertaining from the let's watch what Ms. Dow does. Yes, angle. I was going to say, like, I was enormously entertained, but I have to wonder for, I'll go ahead and say if you real fans out there, when do you get tired of that? Mm-hmm. I don't know when the Ms. Dow joke gets old. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they did just add, like, so he, he brought miniature belts yes. once they won the tag belts. Miniature he slimy. won a slammy last week. <laughs> miniature slammy. They they go for that for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So that ending was so bleh. Like, it was just like, no, we can't. We've decided we're going to do this again next month. Mm-hmm. Wow. DQ? Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. It's, it's, Let's just stretch it out some more. A weird DQ. And even a weird, like, a weird, when it finally, when the DQ came, you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Like, in a, in, a, in a night that's full of, like, Let's make things that would normally get you disqualified yes. part of the match. Uh, I believe the Demolition Derby of the WWE. God Derby. damn it. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I really just, love their catchphrases tonight. <laughs> it's just a weird. It was a weird <clears throat> match, and uh, I wonder. Miz Dow didn't get to wrestle at all. Yeah, um, no, he really didn't. But yeah. uh, but I, I, I like that from a you know it's denying you from a denying like heel thing of like yeah. he isn't. You do what you're supposed to hate Miz, and it's like he's doing a good job of like he won't even tag in. I get yeah. it. I get Miz it. had a couple times where he's like, I should tag you. <laughs> But I'm not. You should yeah. be cheering for me, man. Yeah. That was another hometown guy. Yeah, but they, they love Mizdow. Yeah, yeah. That's the power of uh, Mizdow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but town. yeah, not, I just it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's move on to the next match. Mm. I think we're gonna go Big, really fast through a lot. Yeah, of these. I mean, a lot of these matches really aren't worth talking that much about. Burn. Like the next one, Big Show versus Eric Rowan. Ooh. Barf, Ooh, boy. Yeah. The only thing I would say is, like, Rowan should have won just because, like, Big Show went over kind of clean. Like, yeah. he pretty mm-hmm. much won with little cheating. No magic fists. What was, like, a no-holds-barred match. And mm-hmm. then he, like, buries him yeah. Yeah. under stairs. And they're like, yeah, I won. See ya. And, it's and like, I'm not even involved. Like, I am involved in a match later in the night, so you are nothing to me. Yeah, like, yeah it's super weird. You're trying to build new talent, and, like, and you don't win. And he didn't even get to do any big spots against Big Show. Yeah. Like, it was like, what was the point of any of that? It wasn't, like, a horrendous match or, like, yeah. full of botches or anything. But no. it's, like, one... Big Show is old and should only lose. He should be an enhancement <laughs> guy for a guy coming up like Rowan. It should yeah. be like, yeah, he should beat this guy. And instead, Rowan like doesn't barely gets to look good, and the audience gets the message like, yeah, this guy he should be on SmackDown at best, at best. Like he's not a good Aww. guy. Well, you know they're going to turn SmackDown into a bigger show now. Mm-hmm. Then main event, I guess. But Rowan I like actually like main event. Rowan's not like Rowan's not bad, but he's not Harper. Harper, Har- we were saying this at the start of this mm-hmm. year when they were tagging him like. Harper is the A guy. Like, yeah. Rowan is the lucky to be there with Harper, who is just awesome. Yeah. Well, like, Harper was, like, on the indies for years mm-hmm. and, like, basically the same guy when he was in the indies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, like, same getup and everything. Almost Keanu Reeves? Pretty much. <laughs> a, a lumbering uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I forget. I think his name was, like, Brody Lee or something, which is, like, yeah, yeah, that's totally what your name would be. And I hope it is. I hope that is the last ever stairs match. I I, I liked the... The, the wall of stairs. The, yeah. That was, I mean, it was neat. It was a nice spot. They it's could have done that show. in any match tonight. Like that. Could, that's the other thing. A stairs match is nothing. Just like a chairs match. You can't. You can't stack uh, chairs like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they could have pulled up all those stairs in any match tonight. It would have yeah, been legal. It, it, it's all legal tonight, Michael. And was like I rarely feel the need to call bullshit or anything mm. WWE does. But when it did, it gave me the. Uh, produced piece on the stairs and how they weigh 300 pounds no they don't mm-hmm. 
No, they don't. They don't sound like they weigh 300 pounds. They're not lifted like they weigh 300 pounds. How dare you? How dare you inflate <laughs> the, the weight of these stairs? Uh, it's two different to pieces drama. to make this. I movie. don't mean to burst your bubble, but WWE regularly inflates weight. Yeah, do they? Uh, yeah, wrestlers usually don't weigh as much as. That's what surprised mm. me when I heard like because I would have thought like oh CM Punk he's like two twenty two twenty five and then for UFC he's like yeah probably fight like one eighty one seventy. I was yeah. like oh yeah he's that though as people pointed out with that like for UFC you have to cut a weight. fighter who fights at one eighty five is actually naturally like two twenty yeah and but they're just so good at cutting weight they've been cutting weight for twenty years yeah. And they'll what they'll do is like they'll weigh in at before the fight mm-hmm. for a fight they have to be 185 pounds mm-hmm. they'll be like 184.5 and then immediately like bulk back up so by they the time super dehydrate themselves yeah and by the time the match rolls around they're like way over mm-hmm. the limit no, how, I like how, how much UFC... time passes between those things a nice it's like a, yeah it's like the day before is the weigh-ins oh, how much how that. much can you bulk up in one day that is yeah. why that what makes them the ufc level champs because it's the weight cutting it's not even in the ring it's uh, it's all the prep is the three to six months of prep before you get in ufc fight that's what makes you a ufc fighter yeah like being mm-hmm. that good and like that's why people think CM Punk can't hang because he's like, you can't cut that weight. You haven't trained to cut that weight your whole lives like these fighters have. Still, how do you get in one day? Like, I'm going to weigh in at the lowest possible. Oh, you, you have then, like doctors and- on your team that are just like, here's how to, as safely as possible, dehydrate you that much that you are that, like, we get rid of all your water weight. I have heard of the possible. drinking an entire cup of salt. As, right, um, but in twenty, if the match is the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like, a lot of times you'll immediately see them, like, drinking, like, protein all whatever right. stuff but so i remember yeah. in high school like when the the wrestling team when it's like the weigh-in day mm-hmm. you could tell because all the wrestlers would just be spitting in cups all day <laughs> really yeah they would be dehydrating themselves mm-hmm. and also like they would eat nothing and that is dangerous oh yeah, it's not, yeah. i mean but nobody Illinois nobody, wrestling man no rules and then the next anyway. day all these kids would get thrown through tables mm-hmm. yeah i mean it was, it was uh, yeah anyway. this was for real wrestling yeah like next in match. the next match, John Cena against Seth Rollins in a tables match. That was booked like it was the main event because totally so was. much stuff happened. And yeah. knowing how the real main event ended was such like a fart, <laughs> like that I would have preferred that be the main event. Yeah. I like that Ambrose yeah. and Wyatt got got the spotlight, but mm-hmm. if the ending just going to be like womp womp, like then. Just have a dozen run-ins that set up WrestleMania, yeah. you know? Just do that. <laughs> What's that? Never mind. We're not there yet. Uh, but it was a it was a foregone conclusion Cena was going to win. And he and again, it was like, as I said at the start of the match, the odds were so far against him that that's why Cena could <laughs> only win. Like, he could only possibly win. Uh, did overcome some odds. And that ref should have just... Overcome a match being restarted. When restarted. the refs were disagreeing over who won, he should have said, like... Watch the fucking replay of him going through the thing. <laughs> yes, I'll be in, I'll be in the locker room. Let me yeah. know when you get come to a verdict. Yeah. Instead, they just restarted. Of course, Cena mm-hmm. went, and then Big Show comes out for no good reason other than so Reigns could come out and just do the two moves he knows. Yeah, that was <laughs> man. I'm not like, loving that, Reigns. Like, it's all right. Him but. coming back and like, like the big talk all along was like, okay, if he takes this time to be after he's injured, like add some moves and not that this was a match where he needed to show all that, but it was like, learn some moves, get some better presence on the mic. Yeah. And two things he did tonight were <laughs> flub some lines in a, in a promo <laughs> and dead, like dead stare at the camera. It was supposed to be a dramatic pause, but mm-hmm. it was like, 
Um, uh, and then like Superman, fine. two Superman punches and a spear. <clears throat> he pauses so long that you're like, "Is this intense, <laughs> or did you forget a line?" It's man? it really is like he got earmarked to be the guy, and it's just mm-hmm. like he's. But he looks, he, so, like, he, he looks so convincingly strong. And he's looked directly at the camera like, and just said, like, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble, guys. He said, the guy he, who uh, wins it. I declare. I declare. <laughs> I declare. I'm a I declare. I'm the, the CG enemy in a Samsung commercial. <laughs> yeah, again, it's just... I declare. I think the audience doesn't like inevitability, even if yeah. it's with a fan favorite type, too. Because when mm. Batista came back and said, like, I'm putting myself in the Royal Rumble... So the audience goes like, "Well, shit, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be in the Royal Rumble," and like, and then Brian didn't even get a chance. Yeah. If Brian is healthy for the Rumble and can compete, he he can't lose. Like that mm-hmm. would. But he doesn't Reigns factor into this. Him. He just doesn't factor into their plans, though, and that's why yeah. you know that won't happen. Like, like WrestleMania won't be him again. It has to be. Yeah, that's it's kind he of depressing. This year and last year, the Royal Rumble, which is supposed to be like the most exciting thing to watch. When there's an inevitability to it, it mm. kind of sucks the wind out of it a bit. Mm. Like, if really we does. know Reigns is going to win, mm-hmm. you can enjoy some of the Royal Rumble, but you know it's going to end a certain way. Yeah, because who else will... Because Cena won't be in the Royal yeah. Rumble. So unless, they have to put Brian and maybe Randy Orton in the Royal Rumble just so there's a chance somebody can win. Somebody yeah. else. Because, like, CM Punk was the closest thing to a possible winner in last year or this year's mm. Royal Rumble. Except, like, it was obvious Kane was going to interfere. Like, from the start, it was like, no, Kane's going to interfere to set up a stupid match that <laughs> thankfully didn't happen. But what I hope happens is, like, Reigns is going to win. We know yeah. that. Rollins is going to cash in probably at Rumble. He could. Or, or, in, people, or in February. People have been known to hold back on cashing until after Mania. But I think, you got. I mean, if their plan is to make a main event that people will buy, mm-hmm. Rollins and Reigns at... Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I still hope they find a way to get... Ambrose in there for a three-way referee, but <laughs> it's still like the Shield, who the previous WrestleMania just did a total squash match. I don't remember who they fought. New Age Outlaws and Kane. Oh yeah! Wow. Okay. <laughs> Awful match. Uh, so they just destroyed them. It's like yeah. the, the the idea of like one year later they're all fighting each other is actually pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. a cool idea. Though I also think Brock Lesnar should not lose until WrestleMania. He should yeah. go undefeated for a year from Mania to Mania. But I think like. I mean, I don't disagree. It just sounds like his contract is up after Mania, and mm-hmm. why? It'll just be weird for him to like lose, and then is just like like gone. Like mm-hmm. the next day on Raw, you can barely. I, I don't know. Maybe 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 it works. I don't know. But but uh, but anyway, the match was all right. Like mm-hmm. Rollins did okay, though. I hate I hate that it's just set up of like Rollins needed two guys to help him fail. Like <laughs> no four guys, four guys to help mm-hmm. him fail. Like he's that weak against Cena. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that. Yeah, because he still put a bunch of good spots and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it was good. It was not a bad match. It really made me. We'll get to this in the next segment, but it made me long for those uh, those matches of the Shield where they'd take it out into the audience, and you could always count on Rollins for yeah. a good, uh, yeah. a good crazy oh, oh shit moment. You can't go anywhere now, and hide, you can't hide <laughs> from the cameras now when you're the only one uh, wrestling. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on to the next match, the Divas Championship yeah. match between Nikki Bella and AJ. Uh, who's the bad guy in that? Like, who's yeah. the bad that's, guy? Yeah, that's weird. Where, like, the match itself, I guess I didn't okay. really have a problem with. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know who's what. Like, the Bells are just friends again that they barely explained. The last time I saw them, they were mortal enemies. Yeah, they were enemies and they're friends. But then, like, AJ, like, they all come off as demanding or rude. And they're just being, like, written very poorly yeah. because it's one of the usual diva angles. Like, oh, are they... 
just acting like stuck up whiny mm-hmm. brats. That's I most never, of I never, like, I did, I didn't understand the criticism when you you guys said that just because no, they sound like every male wrestler. <laughs> everyone. I guess all male wrestler I guess yes. a lot of male wrestlers are written inconsistently as well. Yeah, they sounded like they're bra- but, they're, they're yeah. unhumble braggarts. Uh, no, but like they're unhumble like but there's just no there's no characterization to it. They're mm. just humble brag. Like mm. they're they're just bragging and mm. and demanding things, but there's no reason for it to be happening really like i don't i just like i'm the best because no there's no i'm the best there's no rooting for anything because like like again like ziggler and and rowan it's like well it's a championship match but like there's still this very different thing of like he is not like him Mm. but when you look at these two divas it's like describe their differences and you're like i couldn't i I couldn't yeah Yeah. one has larger breasts than the other one. Well, that like, was def- that was evident. One has a sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one has a sister. Like AJ used to be like this. I don't know. She was she was kind of a, a fun smart aleck. Mm-hmm. Yes, but then so is Nikki mm-hmm. and Bree. Yeah. Like they're all kind of the same character. I think AJ is just done. I think she's like I I do think she's finished with the company. Like uh, obviously after CM Punk quit, like she's done when her contract's finished. Like that's that's obvious. It just when does her contract finish? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have. She may not have the same issues with the company, and may still want to work. The way he spoke is like my company nearly murdered me, <laughs> and right, so right. why would why would you stay at the company that nearly yeah, murdered yeah. your husband? I wonder if they would think about how yeah. you love your husband so much, Chris. I love my all, husband. I'll do anything for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder when CM Punk debuts for the UFC. Like. She, I don't know if she would even still be in the WWE at that point, but like, mm-hmm. would they allow her? To, well, yeah, I, she wouldn't walk him to the ring, obviously, well, but she would be in the crowd. And they would I probably wonder show if that. she wants to be in the crowd because she actually, he, I had seen quotes saying like, AJ's super supportive, but she's also very scared of like, yeah. because he can be seriously fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, this is dangerous. Like, there is yeah. real danger involved in these fights. Like, I mean, nobody's died in a UFC that's, fight. That's, no, like, but people have talking, like lost hearing. They've had dislocated bones, broken bones. We were, like yeah, that talking to some. Maybe we talked about it last show. That it's weird to think of USC as a safer organization than WWE. It's, it's, it, it, in some ways, it is. It's definitely safer than it's, boxing. It's like, only, it only seems because you do it less. Yeah, like you're not. You only fight like two or three times a year. Yeah, you're not. Well, Brock Lesnar does it regardless. He'll yeah. fight two or three year, two or three times a year, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever organization he's. <laughs> but in, the but, risk is so extreme of what could happen. Like yeah, you could yeah. have your jaw completely dislocated. Just one miss, one punch, and anybody can beat anybody. Like yeah. that's the other thing too. Like there's I mean, no mm-hmm. foregone conclusion. Yeah. It's like the UFC's. Uh, what they'll do is like they'll stop a fight immediately if something's yeah. looks, looks mm-hmm. bad. They definitely wouldn't be like, okay, standing eight, now yeah. punch him eighteen more times, and maybe I'll <laughs> stop it. Like like boxing, or like in a WWE pay per view, like, oh, it looks like you cut yourself really bad falling off this thing. Well, you better finish the match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you might have a concussion. Let's get to the end of this match, then we'll figure out if you do. Yeah, like we'll yeah. just lay in the corner of this uh, yeah. Royal Rumble for an hour. What are they supposed to do? We'll have the ring girls come out and can can at that point. Yeah. <laughs> So let's move on to Ryback versus Kane in the chairs match, which we missed most of. Barely, I think we were helped by that. The, our app shut down for some reason. And yes. Took like ten, five minutes to restart, and then we got to see the end of it. And just like Kane's old, Ryback's not so great. What did you yeah. say that Kane has? What's his record? He's, He's 0 6 for this year at pay per views. And beyond that, like 
I think he's won two matches. But he wrestles every night. He wrestles at least once a week. He's usually (laughs) on both Raw and SmackDown. But he manages to be on the losing side almost every single time. (laughs) And Uh, I don't know how they can keep treating him like, come on, guys, it's a big threat, Kane. Like, oh, you always lose. The viewers know it is. Well, I mean, that's what you wanted to do with Big Show is have him lose all the time to put over other people. I guess, but it's just... Kane sucks. He's I, I like him better in in his slacks than in the than in the demon Kane costume. I I prefer him as like the angry dad. Uh, <laughs> but also Ryback's not so good. I did love my favorite words of the night. So in the pre-show, Paul Heyman was on their pre-show panel, yeah, was, and he was good. awesome because he was like explaining away all the writing inconsistencies that were going into the show where they're just like, well, here's the story in line. He's well, like, as well as no, no, here's why it would make sense because they'd want to do this. They'd want to do that. And and then that he said, Hey, Ryback, interview. Ryback hurts people. Ryback hurts people. <laughs> like, boom. That was so awesome that he said, that. we all know this and yeah. like, wow. All right. That was great. Like that was, but that was so smart of him. Just like, I know what the internet's saying about it, and I'm going to make it work for the story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the story better by acknowledging that. Instead of, like, Vince's response would be just like, don't even talk about it. That's not real. We don't want to tell the audience. <laughs> but the match was all right, and Ryback won, as expected. But, I mean, just hitting each other with chairs and stuff, like, bleh. There were some yeah. nasty blows, though, that I haven't seen. <laughs> I did I like him pumping here. up for his feed me more, and then gets a chair thrown at him. <laughs> that was cool. I did like that. Uh, it almost seemed like he'd lose. Like I also that. liked how there, at one point, sounded like three chants over each other, yes. which was feed me more, you fucked up, and CM Punk. <laughs> like they, they all sounded like they were happening simultaneously. I hope Glenn is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there was also some NXT chants during that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read a good... We'll talk more about NXT later, yeah. I'm thinking, but... Mm. Uh, I read a good tweet that said, instead of chanting boring, from now on at WWE events, why don't you chant NXT? Yeah. Like, just mm. chant. <clears throat> uh, so uh, the website, uh, ProFight Database, ProFightDB.com, they list every match for every wrestler for that's ever been on TV. Wow. Uh, and for uh, Kane has had 88 matches. On like televised uh, doesn't tw- count. Televised. Well, no, I think they count like even house ma- shows, major house shows. I wow. think they count. 80, 88 matches. He's won eight. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is bad. Who did he beat? Like, what's one let's person see. that he beat? Uh, well, I won't count DQs. So let's see. There's an actual oh, yeah. an actual pin. <laughs> also, the Kane is awful this year because he's been the DQ guy. Just yeah. like, well, this match is going good. Time for Kane to cause a DQ. There he is. Cool. All right. So. One person he did beat of note is Dean Ambrose. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. I hated that. That was awful. Uh, when was that? SmackDown, wasn't it? Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler a couple months ago, and Adam Rose. <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking of which, he was not even shown on the yeah. show. Nor was Cesaro, which was sad. Yeah, man. Uh, Cesaro's in the doghouse for mm. some dumb reason. God. Damn it. <laughs> Fucking company. Is it in the doghouse or under yeah. the bus? Because Vince McMahon threw him there in a yeah. Well, he interview. threw him under the bus in that interview, but what you didn't know is that in an interview, Cesaro said a true statement, which is, I want to be in the top because you can't watch Cena and Orton wrestle for the 500th time as they were being the main event of Hell in the Cell. And though there's been no confirmation of that, people are saying, like, sure seems like he's getting buried ever since he said that. Which, again, is like that walking on eggshells thing yeah. Stone Cold talked about. Like, he should let Cesaro make that kind of statement and not punish him for it. it I mean, he's, the only, he's one of the few who 
when he'd be sitting out, like during like SummerSlam panels or whatever, he would be in character. Yeah, and would say like, he "Well, the most I'm dedicated. the greatest wrestler of all." You know, back in yeah. Sweden, you know, before, man. The uh, the penultimate match was Rusev Boo. versus Jack Swagger for the United States Championship. A raw match. A raw match. Yeah. And one we've seen a couple months in a row and earlier this year. And he just killed Swagger. Like, it was yeah. just death. It was, like, interesting and sad that Swagger stood up out of the accolade. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a big deal. That should have been a big deal. But as it was happening, I was you could see in the background, people were turning around. Oh, yeah. And we were like, oh, maybe they're just, like, looking at the monitor to see if he's tapping out because you get a better angle. But then someone tweeted, yeah, like, no, there's some drunk idiot, like, flipping people <laughs> off and yelling. And, or, or security <laughs> badgered them. I don't know what happens. I, yeah. I, I don't know. But some picture. altercation where there were <laughs> pictures. And, like, I think people were paying attention to that as Swagger yeah. is, like, the first person to just, like, stand up out of it. And it's, like, that kind of sucks. I uh, didn't even see it. It just – and then uh, – but I did see the pictures that people tweeted. And that was kind of great. I love that everybody – one of those situations where I love everybody has a fucking phone all the time. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Wait, was there something special about the the fight in the audience? It it looked like, it looked chaotic. Oh wow! It was it looked like there were a dozen security agents out there trying to pull one guy. And yeah, were wow. you, you guys were out of the room when the match was happening, or that yeah. part of the match was happening. Maybe. It, yeah, it I was, watched it. I saw it. It was it was a huge. I hate saying this kerfuffle, Dave. Uh, it was a giant kerfuffle. <laughs> so let's move on to the uh, the final ker- kerfuffle of the night. Ah. Uh-huh. The uh, tables, ladders, and chairs match and chairs. between Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt. That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Really good till the end. But it deserved to be main event, especially because it was the only true TLC match on TLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it was good. I felt like it never really got into like... It never kicked into like the top gear. It was just yeah. like just below. Yeah. I had not seen anybody take dives off a ladder that high onto pure concrete. Seems like somebody's never seen a Jeff Hardy match. Yeah, yeah like but, the early TLC matches, Jeff Hardy would do like a flip. Sure. Like, and I've seen clips of it, but like I, I still, it's it rarely pops in my mind when yeah. I watch wrestling with you guys. Okay, how did they do that without really hurting themselves? Yeah. I think the secret is they just really, it really hurts. It like, looks like it they really hurts. Yeah, Bray Wyatt just took like three, yeah. three, three shots from a 200-pound man from 15 yeah. feet. Mm-hmm. There's right a lot the of tables broken by jumping off of ta- uh, off of ladders. Mm-hmm. People got hit with chairs. That uh, that eye poke of the yeah. <laughs> the stick. That was weird. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, that's why I loved it. Bray <laughs> Wyatt did it too. But Ambrose's fucking Looney Tunes thing. Like almost every hit he takes, I hear birds <laughs> chirping or yeah. like little stars. Yeah, his faces are the best. He does have like Bugs Bunny oh. logic of just like yeah, of course yeah. you know this yeah, means yeah, a little so and so. Seem to say, oh, wise look, Eddie guy, Stiles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wise guy, <laughs> wise guy. Yeah. But then when he pulls the TV out of the bottom, that. Like, that uh, looked like it was the start of something grand because yeah. it looked like one of those commercials for an antidepressant yeah. where some, <laughs> someone's staring longingly at a picture of a dead family member and then it just went away and I'm like oh well, the fact that he was able like that screen was showing what was on the Titantron yeah. that's how he was able to see the ladder mm-hmm. but I thought it was something like he finally discovered that he's being watched yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been filmed this entire time yeah. yes, what it, the I thought there was some, something like that was yeah. going to be yeah, exposed it, it seemed like it we were supposed to, we were, that was supposed to convey something that didn't go across <laughs> and then he went and grabbed scene. the second biggest ladder of the night <laughs> yeah uh, and, and then he called out to the camera he's like I can't carry the other one because <laughs> yeah. it's too big I love when he was talking to the camera he that did he 
showed he was visibly too tired to carry the ladder the full length. Of the, yeah, because yeah. that those that ladder is like kind of like the one we had at Toys R Us, where you're just like, it takes two people to to <laughs> to really get this thing around because one person can move it, but it's it's awful. Yeah, he was great, but then the ending came of just like. Oop! The that, phosphorus in the television. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when yeah. you unplug a TV. Yeah, like, uh, but well, one that has like eighty-five cables attached to the back of it—that probably. Yeah, so hard. I I get the point is that Ambrose is crazy and not careful, and that why it is an opportunist who got lucky. But mm. still, Ambrose loses again, again. Yeah. He but can't he keep coming up short. Yeah, they could him a clean loss. Mm. Nah, they I mean, made him his own worst enemy and blah, blah, yeah. blah. They, they could have had that same ending, like him going for one last jump off of a ladder onto something, and he misses, mm-hmm. and yeah. then he gets pinned. It's the same, it tells the same story, and it doesn't look like a stupid, like, mm. like sci fi. That trick. kind of metaphysical ending that felt like a WCW thing of like, yeah. <laughs> like blood dropping from the sky or something. Yeah. Jump back to Looney Tunes to Elmer Fudd himself by looking into the barrel of his own gun. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. And then he just looks at the camera in, in like black yes. in blackface kind of <laughs> blinks. Uh, yep. So a weird end. Yeah. If I had if I could make one minor complaint about the matches, uh, Ambrose's like elbow smash mm-hmm. off those ladders did not look super great. Not as it's great just, as like, it could looked be. Looked like it hurt Wyatt significantly. It didn't look like there was a lot of like. It didn't look like he was jumping. It looked yes. like he was more like he was falling. He's falling. Yeah. Well, it, styles. I yeah. think he's taking it. I think I think he's fully taking it from Foley. Like Foley's elbow drop was not a jump. It yeah. was a fall. Mm-hmm. And I think. Or a drop. So I think he's just doing it like, yeah, I am dropping down. I'm not jumping like Macho Man would. Mm-hmm. I am moving forward and falling down. Letting gravity do most of Letting it. Letting gravity do most of it because mm-hmm. he's not. Well, I think, too, like in the shield, of the shield guys, mm-hmm. Rollins was the high flyer. He was the one who would do all that jumping. Ambrose is just the meanest. So he's not going to do the crazy like spin mm-hmm. jump or whatever. He did do a lot of crazy falls. You're right. Uh, so, yeah. I would say an amazing opener, and I mean the real opener, not the pre-show thing. Mm-hmm. An amazing opener, garbage other than the Cena match. Mm-hmm. Cena match is okay, and then a good ending, and a good final match with a poor ending. That's yeah. That's how I felt about TLC. A real blah show in general. Most months, it would be, uh, this is okay. But the fact that it followed up two of the best pay-per-view endings of the year, like the Hell in a Cell stuff. Two months ago, Survivor Series was just amazing. And then what we'll talk about in the next segment, the NXT show. Those three things leading up to this, there was nowhere to go but down. And it, it yeah, unfortunately was, yeah, it was kind of a little bit of a stinker, but not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywho, that'll do it for the first half of Cheap Podcast. We'll be back talking about the NXT show and our favorites of the year when we get back. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling will return after these messages. Welcome to the break for Cheap Popcast. Uh, the break is just another part of the show now? It is. Well, no. It, <laughs> it's I, quick. Because it's, uh, you know, there's always a Monday Night Raw right after the pay-per-view. I use the break to quickly recap that, and then I get into plugs. I have results right in front of my face. Um, Did think- more ha- I wonder if more happened on this show than happened on the pay-per-view. Doesn't that- sound like it. Okay. Brock Lesnar came back. That's, that's What? Yeah. Uh, that lets you know they've kicked things into real gear. The The championship belt is on the show for the first time yeah. in f- two, three months? Uh, big Show beat Eric Rowan again. This time in a tag team match. Uh, but Jesus. 
Just so we know for sure Eric Rowan's a loser. Yeah. Talia and Alicia Fox beat the Belt Twins, so that one of them is probably going to go for the title next month. Bet she's more important <laughs> on Divas. Mm-hmm. So Chris Jarko was on the show, and he, he was insult- a guest host, right? Yeah, he insulted uh, Rusev and Lana, and then uh, when they came out to... Uh, intimidate him. Ryback came out, so that's uh, Ryback is apparently next for Rusev. All right, okay, as it should have been. I mean, and that's probably the biggest, the up- last pre-Cena guy. Yeah, and the guy who can be like, maybe he'll win. He like might. he's he's on the way up, and yeah, who knows? Yeah, you know what? I think what they did was they almost after Survivor Series they were like, okay, we'll get in Ryback and Rusev. They're like, no, we can't. Not this month. We got to save that for Rumble. Mm-hmm. Swagger again, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Uh, New Day beat Stardust and Goldust again. Ugh. Uh, Kane beat Adam Rose, and he choke slammed the Rose and the Bunny simultaneously. So Kane <laughs> got a win. Yeah, but uh, against Adam Rose. Oh, Chris Jericho was supposed to fight Paul Heyman because they got in a confrontation earlier. That's when Lesnar came out and uh, he f fived Chris Jericho. Why is he even touching Chris Jericho? He's supposed to be facing Cena. Yeah, this, well, I mean, there's more to it. Is uh, it supposed to be that he's showed up? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, I am fucking all around with mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. Uh, Fandango. Fandango. He also had a confrontation with Chris Jericho, but during that, Roman Reigns uh, beat up Fandango. And Big Show what? also... Uh, well, Big Show came out, and then Roman Reigns beat him up. So that's where that's going. You know, Royal Rumble will probably be Roman Reigns versus Big Show. Well, he also that's be the That's the story to well, it. Well, Roman Reigns will eliminate Big Show, and that'll be a, a big thing. After his, after his speech last week, they have to say, like, you're either, okay, that was proof. Not ready. You are not ready for Mania, WrestleMania. Sorry, Roman. Eh. Let's give it another year, or maybe we'll elevate SummerSlam. Like, then now they can go with plan A, which is Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I don't know. I hope. I know. <laughs> I know. Plan A is him having a recovery that uh, nobody knows He'll about. never come back. I uh, know. Uh, Jimmy Uso beat The Miz. Uh, main event, Steel Cage match. Seth Rollins beat John Cena because Brock Lesnar interfered <sighs> and beat up John Cena with some suplexes. So... And then Rollins shook hands with Heyman, so maybe he's... Their buddies. You know, yeah. One of the questions we got on K Prices was... Why do you guys always watch Raw if you hate it so much? We didn't watch it. I never. We I just never wanted other yeah. results. Yeah. All right. So it was a cage match, but Brock busted in the cage, thus showing you how stupid, like how useless a cage is. Like cage is supposed to prevent interference, but they always have interference. And, but the Brock showing up is just him again going like, "This is serious now." Like mm-hmm. the last, it, it has been on a treadmill for the last three months, and I'm like, "Nope, no, all right, <laughs> let's get this back going." We. We, we've activated Brock's contract again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Sounds like a little bit is going on and should make for an interesting Royal Rumble. Royal, Royal Rumble's always interesting. Oh, but, yeah. uh, at least they're doing new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho, now for some plugs. Uh, you know that you can donate those help immensely. Our t-shirt store, Amazon links, all throughout the website. Click on those. Don't Christmas have, shopping people. Yeah, you don't have to buy what we're putting on the site, but uh, buy something during that transaction. Just travel into Amazon. Uh, we, get a, we get a couple nickels for all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, uh, there's all of the shows. There's us, uh, Cheap Popcast. Later Please. time. Yep. Filthiest oh. Christmas songs. I, I don't want to say any more about that because <laughs> it'll make me Google. Stroke of my, lick of my, suck of my. <laughs> Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I host every week, and we've just recorded a really cool extra episode for the break, so keep listening. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what it is because uh, it's, it's in the, the future, but yeah. it'll be good. Please 
Uh, rate, subscribe uh, on iTunes. Give us five-star all reviews. That. All good stuff. Thank you. Now let's get back to the rest of the show, including our 2014 uh, picks of the year. And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Welcome back to Cheap Podcast episode number 39. Mm. Um, so, before we get into our favorite stuff for 2014, mm. we should take some time and quickly talk about the uh, NXT R Evolution. The uh, best pay-per-view of the year, baby. Yeah. Jesus, why is it it's, named like a Honda? It's it's a terrible name, <laughs> but a really great event. This year has been great for NXT. They've had, I think, four different uh, like mini pay-per-views. They're two mm. hours, mm-hmm. which is the perfect amount of time for one of these. There haven't been that many WWE pay-per-views that, like, I could say, like, wow, that from the beginning to the end of the three hours, or mm. actually three and a half hours if you count the pre-show, four <laughs> hours if you count the post-show. Yeah, well, no, if you don't post-show. Like, in terms yeah. of matches, there's like three and a half hours, and it, there's almost always a part where it drags, mm-hmm. and sometimes it drags twice. Uh, Like tonight. Sometimes. Um, These NXT things, they last two hours. There's almost no like. Mm. I have yep. to, I should go to the bathroom now. Points. Yeah. yeah, barely. But and this one was their best, especially because it told an amazing story, like mm. multiple amazing stories. But within that episode, the story of Kevin Owens was great. Yeah. Like, so it started with uh, this guy Kevin Owens, who was Kevin Steen on the independent scene uh, for a long time. Yeah. He stripped him of his Judaism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a Canadian. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he could be Jewish also. So he, he started the night in a, like a squash match. Mm-hmm. Uh, broke Killed, his nose. Yeah. yeah. Killed C.J. Parker. Yeah. It was a great moment. Like, C.J. Parker hits him with his palm strike. Seems to legitimately, like, break his nose. Like, yeah. he's bleeding a lot. And then Owens gets up and it just, like, like wipes the blood off his face and then just kind of shrugs and then hits him with, like, two horribly painful-looking moves, including, yeah. like, a pop-up powerbomb. I was just like... Good, but yeah. mean, and but it totally yeah. works for him because like there are vignettes airing, and like he's built this reputation as a guy who's like he's big, and he'll run into you and just kick the crap out of you. And the fact that he got a bloody like he broke his nose in his first match is like it worked perfectly because he had it the entire night. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go through this one match by match, but uh, you know there was the um, Ascension versus Atami and Finn Balor, which. Mm-hmm. Like I've never really, I've never seen Finn Balor do. You've not his seen the Prince stuff. Devitt stuff, huh? Yeah, he's it was great. Pretty great. The only negative is that just that he always did copywritten characters, and mm-hmm. now he can't. But he can just wear like just a demon. I'm a demon guy. That was very Ultimate Carnage. Yeah. Like it uh, was, but just like kind of inverted colors a little, or yeah. just no. I guess you're right. I'm it was just thinking just of that cover from Ultimate Spider-Man, where yeah. it's like the 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 the. the Boofy liquid carnage. No, he did suit. straight carnage one time, uh, and he's also done sh- just the Joker and, uh, well, and other ones. Before. Rey Mysterio's done that. Yeah, but I, I, but he did that up until like I'd say 2009, and I bet he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Like I bet if he was like, I'm going to come out in Captain America outfit, they'd be like, No, you can't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that match was great because uh, like Tommy did all right, and he teased doing the GTS, which I really want him to do. Mm-hmm. I think they'll let him eventually because it'll be a fuck you. Yeah. 
yes, to, yes. to CM Punk, but he invented it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have footage they could just pull out of CM Punk going, like, I stole this move from Kenta. Yeah, and, and he also, like, he popularized the running knee, which mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan did. Yeah. Uh, before his neck broke. Before he stopped. His neck fell out. Yeah. Uh, but that match was great. <laughs> they, they did those, like, top rope stops, and now the Ascension is going to SmackDown, probably to be losers. Mm-hmm. And just, boy. A great uh, match. That was a great yeah. match. Uh, the the God, women's championship just... match was really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the main event it was the culmination of about like, six months, like, more than that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like since Sami Zayn's been in NXT, which has been I feel like over a year. Um, yeah. He's been the nicest guy. Like yeah. he's the goodest good guy. Yeah. And then he kept getting screwed because like you don't have the killer edge, Sammy. Like. Yeah. I beat you because you bothered to check on my knee, and I did a roll-up. Or you thought you could just pin this guy? Well, I pulled the ref out of the ring. And that's maybe cheating, but I won because I went for it. And that Sammy was just, like, too nice. That was his problem. And they'd been telling him that, and Sammy's like, I will quit if I lose, and I don't deserve to be here. And you didn't know what would happen because it's just like, yeah, he could just go up to the majors. Like, he could just lose and, and go up to regular Raw. But... Him and Aaron Neville, uh, Adrian Neville, not Aaron Neville, they had an amazing... I don't know much. <laughs> I don't know much. <laughs> but they had a really great... They, they had an outstanding match. Just phenomenal. Yeah. Like, so much emotion in every move because, like, you you wanted Sammy to win so bad. Yeah. And Adrian had just been telling him in kind of half-bad-guy mode, hey, you're my friend, Sammy, but you, you can't win. You're yeah. not, you don't have the killer edge. And the moment came where, like, the ref was out. Adrian was like, I'm going to hit you with a belt. And because that's the killer edge. Mm-hmm. And it screwed up. Sammy had the belt. And he's like, no, nah, I can't do it. I can't. Like, it was, yeah. it reminded me of when Roddy Piper yeah. could have done it to Brett. And he's like, but at, at WrestleMania 8. Yeah. Or, yeah. And he didn't do it. Like, yeah. and he chose not to. Though, in that one, it didn't pay off for Piper and he lost. And, yeah. like, it almost seemed like Sammy would, was going to lose too. He got rolled up, kicked out. And then when he hit the exploder into the corner mm-hmm. and then hit to the other side to set up for the Luluva kick, the look on his face was just amazing. Yeah. Just looking like, I got this. Mm-hmm. I've done it. <clears throat> Wham! Haluva yeah. kick, pin, done. Like, that was such a great finale. Man, like, the, that was, what was. <clears throat> the thing that got me was that the through the ropes like DDT yeah. spinning yeah, like I love that because uh, I've never seen anyone jump through that part of the ropes before. Yeah, it's like really, yeah. it's always like it was like diagonally through two sets of rope. I think he did that better in he did that two he out of three falls. Cesaro. Yeah, like there, yeah, like when he did it with Cesaro, his feet never touched the ground until right. he finished the DDT. Oh, whereas okay, like yeah. this one, ne- he touched briefly. It, yeah, Neville's not sense, as tall. Yeah, like that's, I see. Yeah, I'd that, never seen that before. Yeah. So, I don't great. know. That made me like I was like watching in bed because I've been sick. You could you buy? Would you buy? I'd be able to tell. <laughs> Uh, but People that made me like I, I did one of those like I like sat up and like <gasps> <laughs> yeah the match the the match was great the audience was so into it like yeah. when he was about to hit him with the the belt like the entire audience was like no don't do it Sammy yeah, yeah. that was pretty great that it it was so great and then the whole audience, the whole group comes out to congratulate yeah, him. the the, the backstage yeah. see Kevin Owens sewn up nose like yeah man, and he hugs him because as they had set up before. They they were really cool about that of like that as Steen he'd been he'd wrestled with Zayn for years mm-hmm. wrestled with Neville for years wrestled with uh, lots of dudes like yeah. and several other dudes who were on the show and he's like now I'm finally here yeah. and I'm gonna do this and and it, so it seemed like he was like yeah congratulations Sammy and then. Uh, 
immediately. Yeah. Like, sets it up like, nah, fuck you, man. I'm taking this belt. I'm going to kill you because I'm Kevin Owens. Yeah. Well, they made you think, like, okay, maybe that'll happen down the line. But, like, literally, they have the little uh, logo in the corner. The, like, yeah. yeah, like it Show's was over. over, folks. Like, that goes away. He throws him down. And then there's, like, another two or three minutes of him, like, brutalizing Sami mm. Zayn. And uh, it probably won't have another NXT, like, pay-per-view thing until you know probably february I they've guess. already done taping so they're gonna have episodes still, yeah so. but like just going by like uh, they, they're not gonna they don't want to overshadow the royal rumble so they'll probably do something february mm-hmm. or maybe march because i think I don't march know. just because that's kind of the dead month until yeah because wrestlemania no... is the very end of march this time oh okay. it is so, but yeah, it's yeah, the like... last weekend of march so and there's no elimination chamber this year in in fab it's fast lane like I, they just said like oh tickets are on sale like during some recent raw or smackdown and it is the most generic looking logo you've ever seen mm-hmm. like that's how a checkered that, flag in there? even more so than payback like, yeah it's just like literally like the word fast lane and then i think like a road sign in the butt in the, but it's like it's so generic looking i'm like they're they're gonna they're gonna change that before the pay-per-view i bet they won't like i think they will but anyway it's a mess uh, yeah and amazing if you were disappointed by tlc yeah and you haven't watched our evolution you need to right now yeah, yeah it's definitely okay. it's definitely the <laughs> thing where like the whole 999 thing is like yank yank whatever yeah. but if like you are a wrestling fan like NXT alone is worth mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like you pay, we pay that much for Netflix, and then go a month without watching anything yeah. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like here's the thing that happens every week that's worth watching. Yep. Yeah, it's worth it, to, and it'd be a nice like kind of fu to Vince of just like you're putting well, he on still Raw. Gets money, so, yeah, yeah, but you could at least say like you're putting all this money into Raw. It's true. We've stopped watching it, and we're only watching NXT. Yeah. Like I mean, it's eventually, yeah. I mean, this is one of those things where you're you. It's it's. It's capitalism. You vote with your money. You mm-hmm. can talk all you want. Doesn't matter. What matters is where your money goes. Mm-hmm. So if you stop watching Raw, that sends a slight message. But giving money, and they can see who's watching what. And if mm-hmm. they see that the ratings of NXT are so good mm-hmm. that that audience from Raw has clearly moved over there, like they have to respond. They mm-hmm. have to do something. Like, Maybe make their show more like they NXT. Have to, and- well, that's what I'm hoping this all leads to is a... You're talking about, oh, there's no competition, no competition. WCW's yeah. gone. It's like NXT is the, like, it's not a favorable comparison, but yeah. NXT is their WCW, or mm-hmm. they should treat it that way. Yeah. Like, they should treat it like those assholes are putting on a better show. Yeah. Who do they think they are? Mm-hmm. I really would have liked an NXT versus WWE Survivor Series match last oh, month. That it could have cool. been like the opener and like, so. Put- but the five biggest jobbers against... This is yeah. what I don't like about NXT is that it is so good that... When they go up to the main roster, yeah. they will all they will at least half the time yeah, they almost be turned into garbage. And like Yeah, they gotta get Bo yeah. was great, they didn't stick with him. Adam Rose had promise and they're just like, nah, he sucks. Yeah. That that match of Charlotte and Natalia on Raw this week oh, was yeah. bullshit. Like Natalia, who loses to everybody and a loss for would mean nothing to her, mm. instead she beats Charlotte. Like who Charlotte is their Brock Lesnar. She is the Brock Lesnar of the Divas <laughs> Division. Yeah, that makes sense. She yeah. really is. Like <sighs> and also I really like Sasha Banks. But anyway, yeah, that they've had all these like NXT people who seem so promising and then come in as losers. And I'm yeah. worried that like they'll do that with the like Ascension at least they can book like no, they're killers. But I mean, they at least look like tough Don't, Egyptian. Yeah. And Rusev they're like sort of free. But Rusev yeah, they have done Rusev right. They haven't done Big E right. Mm. Uh Wyatt, Bo, Wyatt no. I guess they eventually got right. Yeah, the mm. Wyatt says he's an FCW guy, not a... Also, if you want to... There true. is a difference between FCW and NXT. Yeah. You yeah. should listen to Colt Cabana's interview with Dr. Tom Pritchard that came out this week. Dr. Tom Pritchard 
is a very he ran FCW, not yeah. NXT, which got taken from him by Triple H and then turned into NXT with more more of a budget. Yeah. And he's not very happy about that. I haven't listened to a lot of... Like, I've listened to a few old Colt Command episodes. Mm. And, like, he's had interviews with ex-WWE guys. There's not a lot of bitterness. But now the CF and Punk thing happened, I feel like any other guests who are, like, ex-WWE kind of have to... Mm -hmm. Because I I got that feeling, like... I've heard other ones where Colt is, like, straight up said, like... This is the positive podcast. We talk about why we love the art of wrestling. Like, let's not just moan. Let's not whine about this. But Dr. Tom was just like... I think he even said oh, this is where people come on to complain about stuff, right? Yeah, it was so, just I, 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 I listened to that episode. I, you know what? I don't care. You're, and CM Punk just changed his yeah. company. Like you were one of the body donnas, and you were. <laughs> I know you were a trainer for a while, but like mm-hmm. I, when CM Punk like is bitter and has things to say, I care. When this, when it's just some other guy, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So NXT our evolution good. Yeah. So, yeah, some people might say uh, Zane versus Neville is match of the year. I thought we would go through a few categories and just uh, pick, give our own picks for uh, some superlatives for 2014. And let's start out with the biggest, uh, the match of the year. Uh, Each of our own picks of the best yeah. match we've seen this year. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, my personal one is Daniel Bryan versus Triple H at mm. WrestleMania, the opening match. That was really yeah. great. I mean, it. I, that, I liked his uh, intro, dressing like General Kale from Willow. Yeah, it's <laughs> the pageantry, like with that opening stuff, and then when it when it just got down to it, like being a regular match, it was. It, I mean, it, it was all in the ring. There wasn't any like crazy gimmickry, people getting thrown to, through tables or any inside any people any in, like. But it had like a ring. Yeah, but it had like a DDT on the ring apron, like yeah. a crazy move like that. Like they pulled out a ton of moves they don't normally do. It like yeah. Triple H was totally in the I'm going to show off. Like I'm going to show I can hang with this guy who's an amazing technical wrestler. Yeah, and he just lost straight to the running knee. Like that was great too. And yeah. that, and that, and that tri- uh, Brian got to kick out of the pedigree, pedigree also. Yeah. Like and it had a lot of like drama to it. Yeah, I like that. Stephanie was dressed as the maid from uh, Clue. It was like, everyone was dressed up really nice. Like mm-hmm. Brian had the uh, Bruiser Brody oh, yeah. furry boots. Yeah, uh, which uh, when I interviewed him, he said he might see him bring those back when he yeah. comes back. Royal Rumble, he'll come out in those boots. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, and it was just the start of a really great pay per view. It was the start of like a renaissance for Triple H too, because after that he like spent three months in a row losing to the Shield. Yeah, and like all those matches were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those uh, were all great. Yeah, and I think it was. I read a theory that like. CM Punk behind the scenes calling him selfish is yeah. what caused him to go like, yeah. oh, I should just, I, it, at the very least, to be like, oh, everybody, I have this rep of still being selfish, and I'll lose three we, three pay-per-views in a row. I'll mm. be a big loser. <clears throat> to people I want to push. Yeah, <laughs> but still, I mean, that's how he should do it. He shouldn't beat them. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, like, at that point, there was still that slight bit of, yeah, they're not going to let Daniel Bryan, like, win the title at this pay-per-view. He'll lose in this match, and then we'll have... A crummy main event and be disappointed like we are almost every WrestleMania. But no, mm-hmm. they didn't. Like that was the start of something. They went really all good. the way. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have your own individual? I picks? do, but I did mine last week for the most part. Oh, okay. This the Survivor Series yeah. conclusion. I mean, how could? No offense. Think yeah. of something, you guys. But <laughs> that one had like seventeen people in it. Um, yeah. No match with Mark Henry in it is the best match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got punched immediately. But yeah. uh, I, I would, think he's hurt or something. Like I'm, I'm not an expert as I'm not yeah. as well in tune with this universe as you guys are but the match at the very least when this is mm. Sting fucking came out come on yeah uh, made Dolph, great. to me made that really solidified Dolph Ziggler as a star the yeah. people 
th- th- tonight mm-hmm. were ch- uh, chanting his name mm-hmm. in a way I haven't seen people do before. I think people were always a fan. Yeah. But his name is being chanted now because of his performance in that match. Yeah, yeah it was pretty amazing. Like, the underdog being down 3-1 mm-hmm. to one yep. and, like, fighting back. And it was really, really awesome. Yeah, he beat all of them. Like, that yeah. was great, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Okay, I'll go next. Well, everybody's going to pick a WWE thing, so I will not. And, uh, and you know, I've been big into... Aha, Hulk Hogan versus Tiny Lister. <laughs> you know that I've been big into New Japan Pro Wrestling this year, though. I've only been watching the main events, pretty much. But... Uh, so there were some really great matches like Tanahashi, pretty much anything that had a mix of Tanahashi or Okada or AJ Styles was pretty much an awesome match. Like AJ Styles and Tanahashi from October was a great match. Uh, Tanahashi and Shibata from no, uh, September was a great match too. And Okada and AJ in G1 Climax was great. But my favorite match of the year was Shinsuke Nakamura versus... Uh, Kazuchika Okada in the G1 Climax Finals because I read up on this beforehand that those two had basically had like a two year long rivalry where like Okada was the B guy on their bad guy team and Nakamura was the A and he never really beat Nakamura and this was them coming into the finals Okada wants to be the world champion again he's got to win the G1 Climax to do it and so they just have this incredibly intense match of just like trading finishers both of them being kind of cheaters because they're both bad guys and it's just like super super intense and like the the way the finish of the match is just like so, there's so much drama to it. Like they've they've pulled out everything in it. That was that was my favorite match that I've seen this year. Though WWE related, I think my favorite might it might be the the Brian Triple H match. Yeah, I should watch that again because I was here with you guys yeah. watching it and I was like I don't, I don't remember. I don't feel anything. It's well, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like uh, I have like to do chores around the apartment mm-hmm. or something. Let me put on something on the background. What's on the WWE Network? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no new uh, Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. I'll just put on WrestleMania 30 because the like it's mm-hmm. or almost- Zane Neville or Zane Cesaro. Those yeah. were both great too. Which reminds me, I think Jan- is it January 4th that is the Wrestle Kingdom. Yep, right, uh, right when oh, we get yeah, back. Jim yeah, Ross. Jim Ross. Jim Ross. It's a. Uh, it's gonna be. It's it's gonna. It's a legit pay per view that we'll oh, be able to, okay. we'll be able to buy legit in the U S. Yeah. on, on providers. Li- yeah, if Boy. you want to watch it with Jr., you're gonna have to get it off real pay per view. Yeah. If you want to watch it with Japanese commentary, you can get it for nine ninety nine or nine hundred and ninety nine yen. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. but it's, it's uh, like what seven bucks? It's yeah. You want but you want to hear Jr. Yeah, it's Jim Ross, and he's been talking on his podcast. As as far as he's considered, he's he's approaching it as if it's his last commentary mm-hmm. and he'll be live in tokyo in doing tokyo it. doing it won't, it won't be so, that tape, tape delay bs right the, yeah. the so Taz i would like to come here and watch it live yeah. i don't know what that will be with the time difference that'll be it'll it is a it is literally four a hours five, four hour show more like it's closer to five sometimes i guess i get it abroad but but and it starts at eight on in america 8 p.m 8 p.m or no no sorry 11 p.m 11 p.m. Oh, wow. Oh, that's much worse. How, how do so, we, how do you, I'll be three here. in the morning. How do we even buy it? <laughs> It'll on be on a regular yeah. paper. Normally, yeah. have, before we had the network, I mean, I think, didn't you buy at least No, one? we had a WWE app. Well, then I guess we'll just have to steal it like the good TNA. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. But that'll have to... But that'll have I Tanahashi mean, you have cable, Okada. Like you get it through that. Like uh, that, that stuff's all demand. That'll have Tanahashi Okada, who have had multiple five star matches for a long time. Like mm-hmm. they, that's the main event, and it'll be amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would mm-hmm. like to watch it. But anyway, uh, I guess for me, it goes back to it goes back a while. But the thing that jumps out at me, and I don't, I don't watch as many matches as you guys because I just end up reading more about it. But <laughs> this year, oh man, 
I've read more, I think, <laughs> books and articles, and I've, and it, I don't know. The business side of it intrigues me. Yeah. But I remember really getting into S.H.I.E.L.D. and Wyatt's and Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. That was great. And the thing where the crowd is chanting, this is awesome, before they've even fought. Yeah. Because it, like- it was just these two teams that never touched each other, but were both super hot, and you loved everything yeah. they did. And then they finally got to go at each other, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, here's a bunch of people who all wanted to outperform each other. Yeah. And then they got pulled away to go do their own things. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. was in a squash match in WrestleMania. And then uh, the Wyatts got Cena. mixed up with Cena. And then they became a tag team. So, it's like, they didn't get the... Like, you had lightning in a bottle with yeah. that. Like, that should have carried for months. Mm-hmm. Because even now, what are we doing? Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Which is just a watered-down version of a match we already mm-hmm. loved. But well, they were just... It was big spots, good wrestling. What yeah. was amazing about watching that match, too, was seeing, like, these six guys are the future of the company. Yeah. Like, these... The, with well, Rowan isn't, but the the rest of them <laughs> are, and you look at them and like this is the future. I'm yeah. looking at the future. Like these are all mani- WrestleMania main events together, like yeah. the, of the next five years. Yeah. Like, it's like um, Mulder and Scully finally kissing, but like a, like a wrestling match. It's like I've been waiting for this for a while. That's the quote you're going to be remembered yeah. for, man. <laughs> and as an X Files family, like kiss, I'm just like. And then that, 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 that love kind of carries a little bit into all the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. Evolution matches that culminated with Rollins turning. Yeah. But you could it was just so fun that it escalated into this, like, Ambrose is going to Berserker Barrage, mm-hmm. fly into the audience, and disappear for eight minutes at a time. And you're like, I don't know where he went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Rollins disappears for 25 seconds. And you're like, where is he? And then the camera pans up. And you're like, oh, my God. And then yeah. he'll... Yeah, that Rollins was, like, throwing himself off of everything. Yeah. So there were, there were a ton of great... Uh, things in the first half of the year with with the shield and then mm-hmm. it sucks that it got split up but i think the turn worked and they got a really good heel out of it it's just mm-hmm. the, there still hasn't been a great like ambrose has been able to come into his own a little but there still mm-hmm. seems like you're treading too goofy with him sometimes and mm-hmm. it's hard to get a sense of like you'll never main event yeah, wrestlemania fit yeah. in the grand with scheme that of things. with that bit like it's not a stone cold thing it's not a pillman thing it's like he's making it his own but it's a little mm-hmm. goofy but he has no, yeah. But where does he fit compared to like Reigns in the Grand? Yeah, Reigns is going like, to get his push because he's going to get his push, and then I think mm. I think the audience is going to reject him, and it's not yeah, going to work. Well, because he's like too perfect. Yeah. Like that's the problem. Like you look at him, you're like, you seem like you'd be exactly what the authority wants. Yeah, and and maybe that's childish of the audience, myself included, to kind of have that reaction of just like. Oh, uh, this performer is exactly what Vince McMahon wants. Right, I don't but like it's no—it's still no fun as an audience. Point is like once the once the secret was up, mm-hmm. like when there's no beating around the bush anymore, and you know it's all preordained, and you know it's written, and you know it's actors, and you like with, without any regard, like that suspension this, of disbelief. suspension of disbelief is like you really need that, and everybody wants to do it. But when you keep giving us very clear reasons to not do it. It's like this guy is going to get pushed, and you just know all these reasons why. Just it's broadcast like, it directly to you, like this yeah. guy's winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah, like, it, it's on. less that like I'm actually going to ask you guys about that. how do you how do you even deal with some like something like Roman Reigns being fed to you for two years? Well, it, you get used to it's it. It's sad when the when, inorganic nature yeah. of it is so yeah. disruptive to me. Yeah, and it, like as much as like WWE builds up towards WrestleMania mm-hmm. when there's an an, an inevitable conclusion yeah. it sucks like that's why they kind that's of That's why the Rock ones all suck. The 3 years of the Rock like yeah. weren't good because yeah. it was obvious. And yeah, before they decided to like change gears completely, people were like, "Oh, we're going to see Batista and Randy Orton in a mm-hmm. match that we don't really care the mm-hmm. how it ends." 
And like, hopefully that's what that's will happen again. That's why they again. booed like, Batista the second he showed up. Cause it was clear to the whole audience. Like you're here to take where we want Brian, Daniel Bryan to be. Fuck you. Yeah. And then he went on to be in a movie everyone loved, mm-hmm. and uh, they would well, they would be lucky to get him back. Well, and Batista was awesome when he embraced, like, yeah, I am the guy you hate. I yeah. showed up to be in WrestleMania's main event because I'm awesome, yeah. and I like wearing tight jeans and showing off my belly button tattoo yeah. and dressing like the douchiest man in the world because that's who I am. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. I was a little upset they did the Slammies, and one of the, one of the categories in the Slammies was Best Actor. And the rock, the rock won it. And I'm like, I, what did the rock do this year? Yeah, what started in Hercules? That's not oh. as good as Drax. Yeah. No way. Uh, Pain and Gain. That was no, that last. was last year. Was it? There wasn't oh, even man. a There wasn't even a Fast and Furious movie this year. That if that happened, then I would have. Then he yeah, could I, get the I award. I think he's in the next one. And he is. is. No, I don't think he is. He is. All right. Gotta be. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, so before we go to the next category, uh, right. for all the times we went to Hood Slam. Mm-hmm. Got to give a shout out to my favorite Hood Slam match, which was uh, Brittany Wonder versus Shelly Martinez yeah. uh, mm. at the Battle of the Bay that was in San no, Francisco. I uh, like they had a great one that w- at, at, in the one that we went to in Maybe you Oakland. Could see it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like I sweat liking box, that one, yeah, like getting thrown off the uh, the bar. <laughs> that and, was pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, but like this was the one Hood Slam that we had an awesome view yeah. of the ring. We were yes. on risers, finally real seats, it, and like yeah, the fight went into the risers, and like literally a row right in front of us. Yeah. I forget who did what to whom, but one of them got on slapped. Instagram. One of them got slapped right across the chest. I think it was Shelly slapping Brittany on, mm-hmm. on the chest. But like, yeah, like a, a hardcore match featuring two women, which is something that you rarely see. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to what like we see on most pay per views with divas matches, where they only give them four minutes and give them terrible stories. This was great because this was the first ever. Uh, women's match in Hood Slam history, so it was like it was monumental that. in that regard, and they really put it all out there. And it was like it was an amazing match. And they, if I had a better view of it, I would, mm-hmm. I might even say the next month was better. But yeah. I preferred the original. My favorite Hood Slam match was uh, Brian Kendrick versus um, Dark Prince. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I didn't read the results of the tapings, but he was uh, in a dark match at the recent NXT. Really? Taping. So maybe he might be going back to WWE. He was the cool. best, like the best pure performer at that oh, event. Yeah. Like yeah. when when I saw him, I was like, "Well, you're ready for WWE, especially well, not ready for it, but he's ready to move up an echelon." Yeah. Like there are guys there, are like you're good at doing some moves, but you don't really have the body yet, or you're terrible at doing moves, but you'll do stupid things, and that's fun. But this guy was like, no, this this was like his match with Brian Kendrick was the closest to a real match. <laughs> like, no offense to Hood Slam, Hood Slam is is awesome, yeah. awesome. I guess you might say that Brian Kendrick is your favorite Hood Slam wrestler, but your favorite wrestler of the year. My personal pick is Sami Zayn, just because mm-hmm. yeah, watching NXT on a weekly basis, he's had a story that has lasted a long time and finally paid off mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Uh, it's almost. Like his victory this week was almost as cathartic as Daniel Bryan's, where it's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it's, so. yeah, he wasn't being held down as much as Daniel Bryan was, but just the fact that he's been having matches like on the same level as the Adrian Neville match the entire mm-hmm. year, every single uh, NXT event they've had, the four that they've had this year, he's been in the main event or close to it and has had the best match. Um, so between that, having a good story, like, Having a character and sticking to it, he's always been the good guy and not the good guy who, like, says snarky things mm-hmm. and is kind of a jerk. Like, Seamus is a good example of that. Yeah, just like, he's good. just, he's a good guy and he won't cheat and there needs to be more of that. And not, like, 
going overboard like Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan style mm-hmm. and just being pandering. Like he seems well, like Hulk a nice Hogan guy. Was he was a big a, time yeah. cheater and hot dog. Like he was a bad guy. Like yeah. there's this awesome, awesome speech that Randy Savage gave before WrestleMania five that in a very clear way made it is like, no, I'm the good guy going yeah. into this match. He's like, Look at Hulk Hogan hot dogging again. Yeah. You, I only came out and save you when it's absolutely necessary. You lied and said that <laughs> Elizabeth would never have harm, and then you said you loved her. How dare you? Like it was like, <laughs> yeah, he was kind of the bad guy. Mm. Hogan was bad. <laughs> uh, all right, so favorite wrestler, favorite wrestler, Pujak. Daniel Bryan, Pujak, Pujak, Pujak. Yeah, definitely. Not, Pujak. not Drugs Bunny. Drugs Bunny. I am sorry. Drugs Bunny is my favorite wrestler <laughs> of all time. Prohibition era. Coke snorting rabbit, hood yeah. slam for life. Uh, yeah, it has to be Daniel Bryan. I know he was only he stopped being active in May, mm-hmm. but he was his ascendancy was amazing. Yeah. Like he is the coolest guy ever. I've this this is just me mm-hmm. marking out big time. But I met him and he was I've met him like twice now for interviews, and he's so like down to earth. Like he really is himself. Yeah. Like he doesn't like. There's no artifice with him. It seems like like I, hmm. uh, one of our friends, Dan Dan Riker, did an interview with him and just asked him to like cut a promo hmm. in the middle of it, and they just started talking about the plight of bees in America. Just like it's really <laughs> hard for bees right now, you know. That hmm. I was like, <laughs> you're just you, and then he just <laughs> loves wrestling so much. Like he didn't care much for video games when I asked him video game questions, but when I asked him if he was going to bring back his Brody, yeah. if his if his Bruiser Brody boots were going to be in the next game, he's like, no, nah, but I'll bring him back. Man, he was just so excited to talk about bruiser brody boots it was just <laughs> I, I don't know and just his arrival him making batista tap was a great moment for me i yeah. love that and he wasn't supposed to get it and it was it was an award it was a reward for him and the audience that got behind him when he won mm-hmm. so yeah right uh shout out to big show man great Kali. yeah i want what lumbering gimmicks? That's what I want. <laughs> Going back to the Shield stuff, it's it's it is Ambrose for me. Like yeah. I just always got a kick out of watching him wrestle, and I have enjoyed watching him break out and to be his own thing. I just I, I only recently get a little worried that it's getting too much into like Invincible Looney Tune, mm-hmm. where like <laughs> oh he crushed his dro- he crushed his throat and then he's back and comes out of a you know the next week the next the same week in an yeah. ambulance that's spewing fog out of it and it's like. <laughs> Yeah, there's a great image of him with a neck brace going like, ah, and it's like, yeah. that's a fun image, but it is like, there's no, there's no, the the irony of it being the reality era, that's and it's like, for. this is just a cartoon, yeah. like, you guys are, are mm. like, you're going to blow each other, like, one one match, you're going to detonate the rings. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the reality era, I hate mm. that title, or whatever they think it means. Right. My favorite Ambrose face of the year was at SummerSlam in the Lumberjack match, when he dove on top of all the lumberjacks <laughs> yeah. and then when he jumped up he like did the robot kind oh of like, god yes and he just stood up and did a rope for no reason yeah. god damn it that was great so really like good. all that stuff is just he's fu- he's just really fun to watch i yeah. just would like i like his finisher he's unstable, he's unstable man mm-hmm. that guy yeah. is lunatic French. and you just forget about him and then he just runs across two announce tables and dives uh, on yeah, yeah so like he does a lot of great spots and i mean i've yeah. I'm hoping they can hone it in a little and make it more of a intensity yeah. based and not like cartoon based. Yeah, it's like he has spun gold out of shit. <laughs> like he's had some stupid things to do like yeah. he, he, when he put paint in Seth Rollins' briefcase. <laughs> or and when a he, dildo too. He also yeah. put it. Um and then 
there was an episode. He put a tack in Vince McMahon's chair. Uh, well, in I that- love when he poured the w- bucket of water on wow. his head and then said, like, what? It's for charity. And then threw the bucket in his face. Like, uh, that was funny. And he, uh, when they when they fought in uh, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. he went to Coney Island and came back with a hot dog cart oh, yeah. and had holsters with ketchup and, ketchup mustard. and mustard and sprayed it on Seth Rollins. like, with almost with almost anyone that would be cheesy with like Cena <laughs> that would be stupid yeah but the fact that he's able to like he's just so like well, saying that, that yeah that works but again it's like it's like he's practically Wiley Coyote like just Best. reaching off screen and pulling out what do you need <laughs> hot dog cart mm-hmm. like it's funny but it is like this has to escalate somewhere where like you just put on a really great match that doesn't have a gimmick yeah when and do you become a comedy character yeah that's what I'm worried is it veers into this like oh you <laughs> what are what weird thing are you gonna uh, do instead of like he can still be a scrapper because even Stone Cold after his injury and he came back like, he was still more of a scrapper I mean Stone Cold would do crazy stuff like uh, the beer truck like that's a cartoon thing right but it was still like done I it, it is. It's yeah. definitely over the top, but like that wasn't like week to week. There nah. was still a, a ruthlessness to what he would do to McMahon and just like terrorizing him every week. Mm. And this is just like he moves from target to target, even though he's supposed to be going after Rollins most of the time. There's a lot of peripheral characters that he ends up harassing. Hope, yeah, it just seems a little more slapstick. If me. the main event is the Shield Triple Threat, which would be awesome, but if it isn't that, then I do want Rollins and Ambrose have to really resolve it at WrestleMania. Yeah, they probably, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and probably. I want Ambrose right. to do it. Right. Okay, uh, so we'll do one or two more categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, best return or debut? Uh, mm. This one, I feel like there's an obvious one, and and, and it's my choice. It's Stardust. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. I mean, even though like they're kind of floundering right now. Was that like did it this year? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Stardust was like yeah oh. mid like it was June or July. I, that's or the so. one thing I remember very vividly. Like you deserve a better partner. Yeah. I'm like yes. wow, where are they gonna take that? Oh my god, I didn't expect. It. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty fun. And just like going from Cody Rhodes, who has never like he's never been super interesting. He's always been like. Well, he's he's Goldust's brother, mm. and he's he's okay in the ring, but you never look forward to really to Cody Rhodes matches. And now, like as Stardust, uh, like they had a good tag team championship run, and it's sad that they're kind of being pushed down now because they need to have someone else at the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, Miz and Miz now are great, but yeah, I just like I I really like how he's transformed his character almost completely and like lives that character. Yeah. Like on Twitter, if you re- if you mm-hmm. go to Stardust's Twitter feed, like. Whatever Cody Rhodes was before, it's just completely incomprehensible. Like, <laughs> like something that a man from space would say on Twitter. <laughs> uh, uh, mine, it just happened, but right. I do think Kevin Owens had the best debut. Like, it was amazing. Like, he came in immediately. was like, fuck everybody. I'm a killer. Mm-hmm. And immediately he's like, I'm in the main event right now. I am fighting the world heavyweight champion. Adrian Neville is gone. Like, it's us now. Mm-hmm. Sting, he's the only guy I've ever seen live yeah. of anybody we watch on television. Wow. <laughs> And just Billy Idol makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say Sting because I don't really hey. remember me. So did you get to watch that? Like I watched like, it. You later. found out about it later. Like Chris yeah. and I had talked about it, and then you were like, "Wait, Sting? What?" Yeah, because we were in Japan when it happened, and mm-hmm. I, and I, you can't watch the WWE yeah. Network in Japan. Aww. Yeah. Um. Stupid. I'll say going to Ribera Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the premiere of that Ribera's Ribera steak on an upcoming that. episode of Laser Time. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm going to fit one last one in. Uh, this is kind of it's saddest departure, deep mm. push, mm. or injury. So someone who's mm. fallen out of the main event, who has just mm. left WWE completely. 
Um, mine is a is kind really of a, a, a dark horse pick. He's not. He hasn't left the WWE, but he's just like had no role as of late. Christian mm. basically spent the last few years like injured on the disabled list, injured on the disabled list, and I th- he had an injury at the beginning of the year. He was at oh, the Elimination yeah. Chamber and was yeah. all right there, and just. Had another concussion, I think, and they just stopped using. I him. think it's over. He's I on. Mean, he's on like a, a few random like mm-hmm. WWE Network things. But I think him and Edge are supposed to be one of the guest managers. Oh yeah, so I like, think they're supposed to do that soon. It's just sad. Like, I think the number of concussions is finally like too many. Yeah, sorry, and too it's, many. Yeah, it's just when when a wrestler doesn't get to have like their official final match. That kind of mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah, like he just had an injury and it's they, like, yeah, he no had more. a match with Alberto that was like the last world title yeah that was a good one we were there that was yeah. at SummerSlam. That was SummerSlam last year yeah, yeah. that's mine fucking Del Rio yeah that's what? incredibly sad he's nobody he so sucks. what he got he he did like something I think anybody in his position would do yeah. and got like his he, fire, he should slap a racist asshole he's in fired face, forever yes, yes. And, and his, yeah. like I don't know he could come back maybe um, but yeah I'm like I have I have to I have to imagine they were looking to cut weight and lay people off oh, yeah, anyway, totally. and they gave an excuse. Yeah, yeah. And that to me says, well, yeah, they're probably not going to hire back anybody for the time being. Yeah, uh, I would go with Cesaro because <laughs> that's just he's still that, there. He's still there, but that's the, one of the biggest deep pushes I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Yes. Yeah. He won the whatever that Andre the Giant Memorial mm-hmm. re- wrestle off was, <laughs> and, and then it's the like King for, of Swing was getting over big. Yeah, time. and then he got turned. Like it was just such a weird like, and then you're. Then you you leave the real Americans and then, fine, but now you win this thing and then you're a Paul Heyman guy, but then Paul Heyman's going to be only with Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar and then you're still a villain who never gets to really have any great I don't know. But then when he's in matches, like almost every match he was in in a pay per view had some great feat of strength or some like wow moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like he's a proficient guy, and when you see him talking again in in mm-hmm. interviews and stuff, like not even promos, but like when he's just being interviewed mm-hmm. for all the two K fifteen stuff, it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I, I, I like listening to this guy talk. Like, I loved interviewing him. I, I got to interview him this year too. And one of the interesting things with him is that like he's way taller than you think. Like because I think you see him on TV, you're like, yeah, you're kind of tall and you're definitely strong. And then you see him in real life, you're like, you're like six nine and like well, not six nine. That's too tall. But he's a giant and like he was totally on and he was he was great. That sucks. But yeah. my my sad one. I mean, you got the warrior. That's definitely that yeah. was a punch to the gut. <clears throat> He's never coming back there. And <laughs> Daniel Bryan finally arriving, mm-hmm. and then a month later, like getting injured forever, seemingly like that really sucks. But for me, it is CM Punk. Like yeah, it really I because that was this year. It was a back to back thing of mm-hmm. CM Punk that like yeah. this time last year at the slamming CM Punk. I was so excited for him again because he actually he had done nothing that mattered in the main event for such a long time, yeah. and then in the Slammies, the awesome Slammy show where mm-hmm. everybody was chanting Daniel Bryan, yeah. he also like hit Triple H. And it yeah. was like, oh, CM Punk gets to do stuff again, mm-hmm. awesome, and that's what the Royal Rumble seemed to be setting up, and then the like he's just gone just after yeah. Rumble gone and that he was silent for 11 like 10 months and except then, on uh, talking dead mm-hmm. yeah but he didn't talk like you got no answers <laughs> from anybody yeah and then when he comes back and you get the answers that like that he hates wrestling and regrets everything and he's like i've been miserable and it's just like not only did you leave and that really sucks and and that apparently according to his side of the story wwe could have brought him back at least for a few more months and didn't mm-hmm. 
be out of like weird spite, like, and then to just hear that he was that unhappy, I'm like, man, this like sours everything. Yeah. Like, I just, I really hated that. All right, uh, so that'll do it for this episode of G Popcast. Thanks everybody for listening, rating, reviewing throughout uh, 2014. I appreciate all that stuff. You know, we've been increasing the output of uh, G Popcast a little bit over the last few months. It's almost bi-weekly at this point. I'm going to try to keep doing that in the new year. But uh, yeah, so you guys have some other shows you'd like to. Laser uh, time. Talk about? Let's do some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. 2015. I don't know what's up now, but mm-hmm. let's go to Laser Time. Google it. Uh, Cape Crisis, a comic book podcast I do every week with a lot of the people here where we talk about all the recent uh, events in the world of graphic novels. Uh, VG Empire, VG Empire game music podcast. Uh, We've recently done a 2014 wrap-up episode, and uh, prior to that, um, I know you want to listen to that Romance of the Three Kingdoms episode. Mm. But no, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, Go to VGEmpire.com for the episodes, or of course you can go to iTunes for the usual podcast listing. Mm-hmm. All right, so as we do for every episode, uh, we conclude with uh, the winner of the previous month's predictions contest. Mm. Uh, so last month's uh, Survivor Series, by the way, I picked every uh, match correctly last Did month. Really? My own prediction. There was only six matches, so, mm. I mean, and this month I was way off. Uh, <laughs> but the winner last month was Tranquil Bez 22 hey. He got five out of six, almost as good as me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he picked uh, Triple H's... Uh, King of Kings theme, which, which is also known as the Authorities theme. So I'll play that out to close the episode. Uh, here it is. Behold the king, the king of kings. On your knees, dog. <laughs>
there's only one.